0: It's interesting, last week, Pastor Mike spoke about mountains and going to to new levels and uh, cutting off them ropes that's, you know, whatever's holding you back. And just before that, that Friday, I was just telling that I really feel from God that I want to speak about uh, encouraging you to level up. So God is obviously speaking because, uh, yeah, there's something that he wants to do here, not through just with you, but here at Champion Lakes. And uh, I want to encourage you this morning. Tell the person next next to you, encourage. <laughs> I want to encourage you to level up in your walk with God. Now, what does that mean? Level up. That's a really uncomfortable word sometimes because when I go to the gym or I hear someone say, level up, stretch, push, and I'm like, oh, how much more? But it's level up is a term to describe to make a move in your life to change, promotion, or to go higher? Who wants to go higher today? Who wants to go higher? Whoa, okay, everyone's like, I don't know, I don't know. Who wants to go higher? Amen. So last year, I went to Canada to visit my sister in Vancouver, and my sisters, uh, she loves to hike, loves all the sporty things, just like set up all these hikes for me. And uh, yeah, I love it. But there was like, I looked at mountains and I'm like, oh, my Lord. <laughs> and there was many levels um, to go to reach uh, the, the top. And uh, I remember this uh, particular hike that we did. It was actually a very warm day. And it was actually quite beautiful. And everyone's saying, oh, you can't wait to get to the top. It's going to be amazing when you do. But I looked at the levels and I went, oh, I hope I can get (laughs) there," Because it looked really daunting. So every step that I, you know, actually each level, I felt stretched, I felt uh, tested at times. There are moments where I wanted to give up because I was breathless and I was thirsty. I was tired. You know, the rest points that you get in the hikes. I just wanted to stay at that rest point. (laughs) You go ahead. (laughs) She's like, no, we're going to do it. And each level made me question how long, how long have we got to go and um, think and reevaluate my path. And every time I saw a level, I'm like, oh, we're nearly there. We're nearly there. And it took, but every level that I took when I was hiking, I just realized that in my mind I was battling that I was so tired, but in my steps I was determined and focused to get to the top. I was just determined, and um, but each level that I took, each time I took a step closer to reaching the top, I felt this sense of achievement and hope. Like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get somewhere, and I did. I did. I laid on the rock for a while, but I got there. So it was, it was amazing because you're like, whoa, God, you are amazing. And you know what? God is all about leveling up, right? He's not about someone who just wants you to remain the same. He wants you to be different. God desires you to prosper, to grow and make progress. He doesn't want you to stop. He doesn't want you to cease. He doesn't want you just to exist. He doesn't just want you to survive in life. Who's over just existing and surviving? Who wants more of God? So in the Bible, we see examples of God accomplishing extraordinary achievements through ordinary people because of his heart to see our full potential come out. He wants to see your potential come out. So if you are right now sitting in your seat feeling sorry for yourself, like, God, you are stretching me and testing me too much, it's because he loves you. He loves you. He wants you to go further. He wants to carve out more in you. So the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18, I'm just going to summarize it. He, The Bible says he takes us from glory to glory. And there's a point in our journey as a Christian, I don't know, how long you've been saved, you could be saved for one year, two years, five years, ten years. But there's some point in your journey where you should want to experience more of God's power, more of his strength, more of his wisdom, more of his love. You should be striving and thriving to get to the next level in some, type, in, in some part of your journey. We have the goal. We all do as a Christian. Every day you get up out of bed and you have a goal to say, you know what, I'm going to reach this, I'm going to push through today. But life gets in the way sometimes, situations. And mindsets can cause us to remain stuck and feeling like just life is passing us by. Many Christians, and we've seen it in our church, we've seen it in our world right now. How many Christians are settling right now? Uh, We'll just let them have their opinion. We'll just let them have their way. We're just not going to, you know, cause trouble. We're not going to interfere. How many of us are not leveling up and we're just settling for whatever's going to happen? But God hasn't called us to settle. He has called us to rise up. So we're becoming in this world more inward focused and uh, we seem to be comfortable. Like as long as I get home and watch Netflix and sit on my couch With my dinner all around, I have made it. It's a great week. But that's not what God intends us to do, is just to do a nine-to-five job, come home, watch TV, go to bed, get up, do the whole, you know, same same thing every day. He has called us to live exceptional lives. Lives that are glorifying him, lives that are amazing. I don't know about you. I don't want to do the nine to five thing and just get through life. There's got to be something so much more. Don't allow life to pass you by. God wants to take you, church, family. He does want to take you from your current situation to a place of higher ground and new levels in God. Who believes that this morning? Who's sensing that within their spirit that they're they're feeling really stretched at the moment and God is telling you it's time to level up? So I'd like to invite Heather Brown, this is my beautiful PA. She is a blessing to me in the office. And she's going to read the passage from Isaiah 43, verses 16 to 22.
1: Good morning. Um, Isaiah 43, verses 14 to 21. This is what the Lord says, your Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. For your sake, I will send to Babylon and bring down as fugitives all the Babylonians in the ships in which they took pride. I am the Lord, your Holy One, Israel's Creator, your King. This is what the Lord says, who made a way through the sea, a path through the mighty waters, who drew out the chariots and horses, the army and reinforcements together, and they lay there, never to rise again, extinguished, snuffed out like a wick. Forget the former things, do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing new things. Now it springs up, do you not perceive it? I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. The wild animals honour me, the jackals and the owls, because I provide water in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland to give drink to my people, my chosen, the people I formed for myself, that they may proclaim my praise.
0: Amen. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Fantastic. Isaiah 43 is probably one of my uh, favorite passages. I have a few, but this is just something to remind me that God is with us. So let me just give a background. Let me just show you the story and the history behind our text this morning. So the prophet Isaiah, he's doing what he does best, uh, he's serving as a master. Uh, pe- uh, mouthpiece for the Lord during one of the most trying times in the history of Israelites. And at this time the people are being held captive with the Babylon and are uh, at their lowest point. And they're not just discouraged but fully defeated. They're feeling deflated and, be, and they're feeling depressed. Can anyone been there? Can anyone relate to that? And um, so well, at this low point God sends a word through the prophet Isaiah. He sends a message because God knew that his people needed some reassurance. Who needs some reassurance in this place this morning? And went about reassuring them in the book of Isaiah 43 by first telling who he is. Through the passage, God is reminding them that firstly, he is the creator. Does everyone believe it in this place? He is the redeemer and the holy one. And now verse 16 and 17, he reminds them of the great things that he has done for their forefathers. He brought them out of bondage in Egypt. Then in the middle of the Red Sea, he made a highway for his people and a graveyard for their enemies. God is all powerful. I think you should get excited. Look at how much God has delivered and he continues to do so. But in verse 18, God says, forget about your past. Tell yourself, forget about your past. Forget about the former things. Don't think about it. In other words, God says, you haven't. You haven't, church. You haven't seen nothing yet. I'm about to do something brand new. Come on. Are you excited? that God is about to do something brand new. This is a word from God, and you're like, oh, yay. I mean, I I know you shout more for the dockers and eagles, but the Lord is saying, I'm about to do something brand new here. You should be getting out of your seats or shouting or praising him and saying, oh, my God, I'm so excited, God. What are you saying to me right now? I know that this passage, this particular sentence encourages me to know that God is with me in everything. Here we have the people presented, just like you this morning, you're presented with a new thing, a reminder that God is present and is about to shift them into their new level. Who's about to get in gear this morning? Who's about? Who wants to go to another level? Many of us find it difficult to shift from the past, and we all have that the enemy is a lie. He keeps trying to pull us back in the past, remind us of where we've come from. Well, you're not going anywhere. Look at you. You've got to s- stop entertaining them thoughts. Just say to the devil, you know, there's that song, Not Today. That's my anthem. Not today. I've been blasting that song. And it's like, devil, not today. Get out of my brain. Get out of my head. And it, and it's a lot of people don't, we can't even look at the present and into the future because of comfort, you're too comfortable, fear, failure, and again, our thoughts. And as a prophet, as I said, do you not perceive it, church? Do you not see it? Do you see it? People, family of God, what do you see right now? Do you just see problems or do you see possibilities? Because when you get out of, when you start the day or during the day, what do you see in front of you constantly? If you see problems, then that's the level that you are at at the moment. But if you see possibilities, then I encourage you to push yourself and believe that there's so much, something so much more for you. So how do we reach new level, the next level? I just want to encourage you with some keys to help you level up. All right, the first one. And this is the most, uh, well, it's it's going to always be told to you. It's word up. Word up will help you level up. James 1.22 says, do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Now, parents, when you tell your child to do something and they don't listen to you, how does it make you feel? Yeah, frustrated. Yeah? They do, you know. Make your bed, clean the bathroom. And they're like, yeah, mom. And then they don't. It frustrates you. So isn't it nice just to say yes and do? Well, that's like the word. The word is presented to us. God is saying, I'm about to do a new thing. And it's like, all right, I'm going to be obedient and I'm just going to do. How would that be? That would just be so pleasing to God. And can you imagine if everyone in the world actually reads the word and believes it and actually applies it, how much of the world issues will just drop to the floor? Things will change in the atmosphere. So, family, I want to encourage you to bulk up in regards to the word of God and to act to do things that the Lord requires of us. We first must change our thinking through the word of God. If you're going to push or stretch to the next level, you need to believe what the word says time to feast on the word now milk if you are still not really taking the application of really studying the word or actually doing devotions as part of your daily walk and if you're still on milk milk will get you here and it won't actually sustain you to high levels in order to change your mindset and forget the former things then embrace the word of God get deeper you know, start chewing on the word of God because it does. We are products of the word. We are, we are miracles here because we have allowed the word of God to transform our hearts and minds. The Lord is saying, see, tell the person next to you, see, see that I'm doing a new thing. See yourself victorious. See yourself strong. See yourself free from sin. See yourself free from condemnation, from hurt, pain, church, family, stay in the word of God. Our nation needs us to be strong. Our nation, our children, this generation needs us to remain in the word. We need to encourage our brothers and sisters that the word is truth. God is truth and things will change. Amen. Second level uh, to go, wise up, to level up is to wise up. (laughs) Ephesians 5 verse 5 to Slow down, Karen. Ephesians 5, verse 15. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise. Now, King Solomon, all he asked before he asked for anything was wisdom. And sometimes that is something that actually can benefit us so much, just asking wisdom from God in our decision. Leveling up takes wisdom. So when you are praying, about a decision or how to go forward. Don't base your decisions on fear, hurt, or anger. Pray for God's perspective in how you should level up, how to take matters. What, what is my next level, God? What is the next door of opportunity? Ask him, God, what is that new thing that you're trying to do in my life? What is the next level? How do I move forward into the promises that you have for me? Ask him them questions. Seek his will in regarding your decisions. Pray for direction and purpose in your life. Live wisely because the enemy, when you start declaring and moving into the promises and to new levels, the enemy knows who you are and what you're going to be in God. So just live wisely that, so the enemy can't tempt you away from the new level that God has in store for you. Because you know that saying, new, le- new levels comes new devils. And he will try to pull you down. He will try to stop you, the flow in your life. He will try to paralyze you. But wise up. Be discerning. Be alert to the enemy's schemes. Le- learn to pray and believe and receive. You don't pray, doubt, it causes delay in your life. Let's just, let's be not double-minded here. But let's be really sure in who we are and seek his clarity for answers. To level up, the third point is to stand up. Stand up. Christians, it's time to stand up. We need to stop being complacent and sitting and watching life go by and feeling sorry for ourselves. Stand up. Galatians 5 verse 1 says, It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourselves be burdened again by yoke of slavery. You know that song we sing, we're no longer slaves? We're no longer slaves. We are free in Jesus' name. Stand up requires an action to move forward. Now, I'm not talking about the physical here. It's not the physical action that I speak of, but the spiritual. So many Christians are counting themselves out. They're just sitting down. They're not standing up for God's word anymore. They're not standing up for truth. There's no conviction within them. Their language is nothing to to hear that they're standing up for God or standing in the gap. I'm talking to wake yourselves up from whatever's going on inside of you. Wake yourself up from that coma. The ability to stand against the enemy's lies, breaking away from that place where he's got you, he's holding you back. That is where you have to really fight the battle. I don't know what's caused you to sit out, but God is calling you to come back. He is calling you. He's he's saying, trust me here, child, with your life. Don't look upon man and woman. Don't look at what the world's happening. Just trust me. I'm going to give you the strength and the ability to stand through the storms. You know, like babies. Like once, you know, they start crawling, once they know how to stand, there's nothing holding them back once they know how to stand and walk. They go for it and they keep going and keep going and they're full of energy. And I think that's like a Christian when we wake up to know that, hang on, enemy, back off. I know who I am. Once you wake up from that place of slumber and you realize who you are in God, there is nothing that's going to hold you back. From the purposes that God has for you. Because devil's going to go, whoa, look out. Here she comes. Here he comes. Because there's nothing that's going to hold you back. Do not be deceived. Do not be fooled. Start to see what God is doing. Wake up. Don't allow anything to hold you back. God says in the verse, now it springs forth. It's like a stance. So reaching new levels takes faith. It takes discipline, it takes focus, and it takes strength. Stand firm by standing on the ground that God called you to walk on. You know that song forever? The ground began to shake. You know Christian, when we walk, the devil should tremble. Knowing she's coming, you know, he can hear our sound. But what sound are you making right now? What kind of walk are you walking? Are you walking in a defeated walk, in a, you know, like a, a victim walk? But when you walk in Christ, it should be walking in authority and boldness and confidence to say nothing is going to come my way to, 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 to rob me of my joy. So I'm declaring over this church right now, over you, that today you will walk in another level of authority. Every change. Everything that is holding you back is broken in Jesus' name. And today, just grab, say, Lord, I just grab onto that new authority in Jesus' name. I pray that your head is lifted today, that your spirits are encouraged, and that you just rest in the Almighty, knowing that he has got something great for you. Amen? So continue, Christian, to stand, to walk, and to head towards the goal. And our goal is to be Christ-like. That is our ultimate goal is to be more like Jesus, to reflect Jesus, to demonstrate his love, to model his goodness. Church, are you prepared to level up? Are you prepared to go to deeper levels? There was a man who was uh, hanging off a branch after falling from a cliff. And he was yelling and crying for help. And he was like, hello, can anyone hear me? And he was crying out and he was saying that over again. I need help. Can anyone hear me? And uh somebody, is somebody listening to me, someone, I need help. And God said, here I am, let go of the branch, and I will grab, grab my hand and I will pull you onto the cliff. The man thought about it, and he was like, then he yelled out, is anyone else out there, right? Because I don't lie, because we all do that, right? We always say, yes, God, and then we do another direction. It's almost like, hang up. Hang on. Is there another way to do this? Is there a shortcut? Can I do this better? Uh, I don't have to wait on your timing, God. But it's interesting, right, how many of us don't want to accept help from God when he tells us to let go and trust him to take us to another level because we're trying to hold on. We're holding on to our past. We're holding on to our traditions, our culture, the way that we are, our values. And God is saying, let go, just let go and you're like no and you're fighting but we but we have in our minds that we should be you know we all have in our minds this is the plan for me this is how it should be and this is where i'm going and i'm going to believe it and um but god can't shift your mind unless you prepare to trust him with your life meet him halfway If you actually give him a go with your life, you will see that he has a better way of doing things than you even imagine. God has something better for you. Do you believe that? Do you believe that? So God is saying to the Israelites, I am doing a new thing. A new thing. Champion Lakes, I believe that God is doing a new thing here and he has been for some time. You are not here by accident. You're not sitting on a chair because you thought, oh, I'm going to look at Google and attend Champion Lakes. God has called you for such a time as this, to be a kingdom builder with other brothers and sisters. You are here to add and to bring so much more to this community. God is saying, I'm doing a new thing. We seem to have confidence in others rather than Trusting in God, and today I want to encourage you to move away from others and to start to trust God's voice. Don't be afraid, learn to step out, let God take the wheel. We all have, uh, you know, I come perceived as someone that likes things in order because you know I run things, and but when it comes to things of God, I want to be out of order, then in order with God. (laughs) Get what I'm saying? There's practical things about being in order like you like your house clean, at work, I have to work instruction, organization. But when it comes to my life, I don't want to dare step in the way of God and try to get in the way. I want to be out of control, so vulnerable, so transparent, so real in front of my king that I'm hearing his voice for my life, not to try to control his way, but allowing him to direct my path. That is the place, church, that God wants you to be. It's just to let go. Breathe. Stop trying to do it on your own. Stop trying to do it in your strength. Stop trying to make it happen. Stop trying to manipulate it. Just let go and allow God to do a new thing. Ask Him to give you a courage to let go and take away any fear that is stopping you from leveling up. So today, I want to pray for our church, and for the individual. And today is an opportunity to say, God, do a new thing in my life. Just tell yourself that. God, do a new thing in my life. I am sick of being the same. I'm sick of acting this way or feeling this way or doing life the same. God, do a new thing in my life. Allow God right now, to start to shape you and mold you and bring you out the best. In order to embrace the new church, we have to face what's stopping us from moving forward. Whatever giant, whatever situation, whatever circumstance, whatever voice, you have to face that and say, out with the old and in with the new. Today I'm going to declare that I'm going to ask you, God, to speak. Do a new thing within my heart. So, family, I know there's a few of you that you're feeling that God has forgotten you, that he's forsaken you, that he's left you alone. Why am I here? Why am I going through this? Why am I being so tested? Why am I uh, got health issues, financial issues? Why am I in the slump? Why am I depressed? Why do I have anxiety? Why is my child away from God? There are so many questions that you have towards God and we're humans, but God, just like in Isaiah 40, wants to reassure you that he has not failed you or forgotten you or forsaken you because you need to discover what God has in store for you. See. What are you seeing right now? What is blocking your vision to see the goodness of God? What needs to be removed from your vision in order to see the possibilities? So I want to just ask the worship team to come up right now. Thanks, team. They're doing a great job. If you are sensing a transition in your life, If you are experiencing something new or you're feeling like a season change or you're feeling frustrated, you're feeling like, what is going on? Why am I feeling the way I'm feeling? Then you need to press into God. Don't resist him. Just allow him to take you through. Because I want to encourage you, if the God that we serve, the Lord that we praise can open the Red Sea, He can open doors of opportunity for you today. Do you believe that, church? Champion Lakes, we've got to speak a new language. We've got to stop saying 30 years ago and 20 years ago and 10 years ago, yeah, that's all great. Praise God for those who added the brick. But we are here in the present and into the future to do something new here in the city of Armidale in the city of Perth, in this nation of Australia. But we need you to come on board. We can't, we don't want to just shift 10% of our people or 20%. We want 100% of you to be on board, to go to the new level. Don't miss out what God is going to do. So this morning, I just want you to stand to your feet. I just want to, ask you just to put out your hands. I want you now to close your eyes and just imagine or just see what is stopping you from moving forward. What is that one thing that is holding you back? What needs to be removed? What is your blind spot right now? And just ask God for clarity That you will see what's inside of you will spring forth today. Will spring forth. Just where you are, we're just going to, we're just going to pray and declare right now. If you're comfortable, put your hand on your, on your, on your stomach and just ask God to spring Forth, what's inside of you to come out right now in Jesus' name. I want more, Lord. I want more. I want more. I want more of you. I want increase. I want to see your promises. I want to see your goodness. I want to taste your freedom. Right now, in Jesus' name, today, I declare over you right now, whatever's inside of you will come out and break forth We thank you for rivers of living water to flow out of your people right now in Jesus' name. Where there seems to be no way, the Lord will create a way, amen. Where there seems to be no present hope, the Lord will give us hope. Where there seems to be no present joy in Christ, we will discover new joy. Where we seem to have no strength, we will find that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Come on, come on, just declare that over your life. Lord, I want more hope, I want more joy. Strengthen me, oh Lord. Strengthen me, Lord, right now. Help me discover the newness of you. Create a way, Lord Father. Create a way through the desert. Create a way through this wilderness that I'm in. Show me opportunities. Show me. Lead me to my promised land right now. Come on. Start speaking that over your life. Let him feel you right now. Let him feel you right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father, Lord. Thank you, Lord, Jesus. Thank you, Father. We serve a God. Thank you, Lord. A God is going to do a new thing in our lives here in our church.